0: All right, welcome, 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 welcome on in to the latest episode of the Off-Air Podcast. I am Chris Thomas, joined as always by the head, Honcho Mike Conti. Mike, very, very busy weekend here in the A and beyond as well, but we're going to keep it in a local flavor as we always do to start the show. And uh, I don't know about you, but I think there's a lot of people out there who owe a certain individual, maybe not an apology, but just a, let me pull the reins back in on some hot takes before (laughs) we really see what this guy can do. Because local products, Stetson Bennett, was one of the highlights of the scouting combine this past weekend. I mean, he looked great, his throws, his 40 time was excellent. He looked like he put on about 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. Dude was shredded up. And, Mike, that has not been uh, the narrative floating around Stetson. I've heard the term UDFA attached to him <laughs> quite often, and I think he might have uh, bucked that trend a little bit with his performance.
1: I think you're right. I think, first of all, just shout out to the Georgia football program in general. I mean, all of almost all of their players just absolutely – dominated the combine so it you know a lot of bulldogs made a lot of money over the weekend which is cool to see i kind of like the Stetson and thing just from a content standpoint because now this is going to become a legitimate content piece for us over the next six weeks mm-hmm. you know now instead of just spending almost all of our time on what the falcons are going to do i i think for the first time in a long time we have this intriguing secondary storyline about, um, you said, a local product. I mean, he's not from Metro Atlanta, but I think we've adopted him pretty much. Uh Now you have the sec- secondary storyline of where Stetson Bennett's going to go. And is he going to be a day two pick? Is he going to be a day three pick? Is he still going to be a UDFA? Um Thought it was interesting today, Mike Griffith on the morning show kind of stuck to his guns that, you know, the combine probably didn't do a whole lot Stetson Bennett's draft stock that everyone kind of knew what he was coming into it but it but my I will say Mike Griffith I think has been very very consistent in his evaluation of Stetson Bennett over the last two years to my um but no I I just I I'm excited I I think now we've got a little bit of a secondary storyline that is going to be fun to track over the next couple weeks and We'll have Georgia Pro Day, I think, at the end of next week or middle next week, the 15th. That's usually a really, really good opportunity for our guys to get a peek behind the curtain anyway. Um, I don't know if Stetson's going to do the Pro Day. I don't know if he has to necessarily. I think it could only
0: hurt him at this point based on the performance he had.
1: Yeah, I I tend to agree. I I think he'll he'll probably just end up banking what he did in the combine. It's like when you're – A senior in high school, and you can take the SAT as much as you want, but you take the SAT the first time, you get a pretty good score. Do you want to go through all that again, or do you just want to take what you've got? I think it would be smart to take what he's got, but uh, good for him. I mean, just this goes to show you there are people, when you keep doubting them, do so at your own peril because they could come back and really surprise you. You know what, Mike? I'm going to confess something right here. Well I
0: did not study for my SAT for one second. I did knew
1: really?
0: I knew exactly the schools that were in my purview to go to. And they mm-hmm. were all state schools, and mm-hmm. they were all within a 30-minute drive of my humble abode in northeastern New Jersey. Um, so basically, my family was like, you have to take it. But if you get within this range, you'll get admitted. Yep. And I fully admit that I didn't study because I knew I could probably get within that score without studying. And that's what <laughs> that's what well, I did. And,
1: and <laughs> you know, you're a little bit younger than I. So, like, did you have the writing portion on the SAT? Yes. We did not uh, back in my day. In uh, I think I took – the SAT the last time in 1998. Uh, We didn't have the writing part. It was just math and verbal. And I was kind of in the same boat as you. Like, what's the point of studying when everything in this study book uh, is probably, you know, the mathematical odds are that these questions are not going to be in my SAT. Yep. You know, the SAT, quite frankly, is to demonstrate what you have learned in school. You can't necessarily study, like... If you have a science test, you can study the content. You can study the material and be able to recite it and spit it back on a test. Right. Not so with the SAT. So I think I got like a 700 verbal and a 570 math, I think is what I got. That's, like pretty, another... that's pretty good. Yeah, well, I ended up going to a state school like you. <laughs> but but I was kind of in the same boat. Like I was either going to Penn State or I was going to have to pay my own way at Iowa or Missouri, and, uh, you know, my my GPA was just kind of good enough. My extracurriculars were really, really good, and the SAT, like, I don't know, when you're out of state trying to get into a, an out-of-state school, I guess my my score was just kind of good enough. So I got into Missouri. I got into Iowa. Uh, those were the only three schools I applied to, actually. Um, I This has nothing to do with 92-9, the game, by the way. No, but,
0: but, Mike, as we know – Listeners are often more interested in these sorts of topics than no, they are about true.
1: actual sports. Well, well, the funny thing is, like now looking back on it, I could have gone to an SEC school. I came mm. like really, really close to going to Missouri, really, really close, um, because they had an awesome journalism program and mm, they, they had yep. a way where if you went there for a summer session. And live there for like one year consecutively, you could establish Missouri residency and then get the in-state tuition, which I thought was was kind of a sweet deal.
0: Oh, that's a neat little trick.
1: Yeah, but there were two there were two things that um, kept me from going to Missouri, and and honestly, I think in hindsight, it, I would have ended up here either way. Um, but but the two things that that kept me from going to Missouri. I was in a really, really hard math class my senior year of high school, and I thought there was a chance I might fail it. And if I did, cool. I, I wouldn't have the math prerequisites to get into Missouri. And I didn't want to put that pressure on me for the final two months of my senior year. And then the other thing, I'll never forget this. That this part was even worse. I drove out to Columbia, Missouri from Pennsylvania over Easter weekend of my senior year of high school. Ooh. And, um, I took a campus tour and the tour guide, what, I mean, Chris, just like these colleges, they know what they're doing when when they, when they set you up with a tour guide, like just a beautiful, beautiful girl from Texas. And I'm like, Oh my God. I mean, what (laughs) are they all like this year? This is incredible. And, um, I remember the one thing that kind of struck me about Columbia, Missouri, was that it was a little bit of a sleepy college town. Um, and and I remember asking her, like, you know, what what do people do here, like, on the weekends? Remember, Missouri, at that point, they were in the Big 12. Yep. So, like, they, they weren't really all in on football. Um, you know, they had an unbelievable basketball program coached by Quinn Snyder at that time. Hey. Uh, give me the ding. Uh, and, and so I go, you yeah, know, what, what do people do on the weekends here? And, and she said, well, most of our students will go home. They, they live in St. Louis or Kansas city. And they'll just go home. I'm like, well, that, that's not going to help me home. No, is no, 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 nope. 16 hours away. That's not going to help me. She goes, all right, well, you know, that, that's no big deal. Uh, we have a lot of people who are in the Greek system. We've got a really robust fraternity you know, program here. I'm like, no, I, fraternities are not for me. I, I'm not not getting hazed. I'm not going through all that. I'm not doing that. She goes, oh, okay. Well, well, there is one other thing. A lot of a lot of our students like going to Walmart uh, in town on Friday and Saturday night because at the snack bar there they do karaoke. <laughs> And I remember thinking (laughs) at that point, like, I am not going to the university. (laughs) And it's a shame. I mean, it's one of those what could have been situations because it it might have been a lot of fun. And my priorities were completely messed up. I was more concerned about, you know, partying and, and football and all that. Missouri just didn't appear to have it. But I'm going to guess. I would have ended up in the same place had I gone to either Missouri or Penn State. The only difference is I had no student loan debt going to Penn State, so that, mm. that probably worked out for the best for me. And student like, loan—that de- is the you, bane of my existence. Well, when you get into our industry, yeah. like student loan debt is killer. Yep. You know, if, we don't make doctor, lawyer, accountant, scientist salaries. We make radio salaries. So yep. student loans are putrid for people who make what we make coming out of college. So um, uh, I guess all in all, it worked out for the best for me. But uh, the Columbia-Missouri party scene hopefully has improved quite a bit since then.
0: You could have been running the uh, sports animal out in Missouri instead That's of 92-9 right. the game. Yeah, right, right exactly. <laughs>